Today, I want to talk about five steps to start getting invested into real estate. I'm Taylor Vick, and this is the Real Estate Fund Insider, pulling back the curtain on how to grow wealth and passive income through real estate investment funds. So first off, let's talk about what a real estate investment is. Three main categories that I'll go over and kind of tell you the pros and cons of each, and then we'll go through the steps to get started. So first is funds. That's what I specialize in. So an investment fund is when a bunch of people come together with their money and they buy a bunch of properties, essentially. So it allows you to put in less money, but be invested in more property. Another good thing about it is it's got a operator or a manager like me who is a professional who can carry out the strategy. So it's totally hands off for the investor. So one of the best things about it is that you've got the expertise of a full-time real estate investor, but you don't have to do the work. That real estate investor is working for you. Also, you get diversified across a lot of different properties instead of being invested in just one. One of the cons is that you aren't gonna learn quite as much. Um, there is a lot you will learn from doing it, but nothing is ever gonna beat owning the property solely by yourself. Another con is that you don't have 100% autonomous decision-making, which could be a good thing, but you have to remember you're investing with other people, so there are rules and documents and processes to make decisions um, because everyone's involved and everyone's interest has to be considered. So those are kind of a couple of the drawbacks um, to investing in funds. Funds can really invest in any type of real estate. It doesn't even have to be real estate, but for purpose of this discussion, let's just assume it's kind of investing in rental properties. So that would be the second category would just, as opposed to investing in a fund, a direct investment into a rental property. So pros there is that you are doing it all yourself. You're going to learn a lot. Um, another pro of just rental properties in general, not necessarily juxtapose the funds, but just in general, is that rental properties provide you with monthly income. Um, you don't have to be as tight on your numbers going in because there's some more forgiveness where with the flip, which we'll talk about in a minute, you kind of have a quick exit. And if your exit numbers are wrong, you're going to lose money. With a rental property, you can hold it for a period of time, collect income over a period of time and sell at an advantageous period. Uh, a con is that it is a longer term investment. So you need to be willing to have your money in that investment for longer versus something like a flip that is quick. And another great thing about rental properties versus a more of a flip type, a buy and hold strategy versus a quick sale is that you get a lot of tax advantages. So the money you earn per pound, you're going to pay less taxes than you do on a flip. So what is a flip? A flip is where you buy a piece of property and you sell it relatively quickly to make a profit. Usually anywhere from a month to say six months would be typical. Kind of your stereotypical flip is you're buying a house that is in poor condition, but probably in a good area. And then you're going in there and you're fixing all the bad stuff and you're putting in nice new stuff. So you're taking a rundown old house and making it like a brand new house that someone will pay more money for. So the idea is what you buy it for plus what it costs you to fix it up is a lot less or less enough than what you're going to sell it for. So that's what your profit is. So you kind of get in there quick, you do a lot of work, you increase the value a lot, and then you sell it to capture that value increase as quickly as possible. Um, some of the pros is that you can make money quicker and you 
one thing I like about it is you can make that money and then you can put that money into a rental property. So you can flip a house, buy a rental property, flip a house, buy a rental property. So it can allow you to use real estate to achieve your goal of rental properties if that's what your goal is. Uh, one of the cons is it's highly risky. So if your numbers are wrong or the market changes, you could lose a lot of money very quickly. You know, you could run into problems with the construction or maintenance or just anything going on. I mean, it's, it's a very active project. So it is no way a passive investment. It's an extremely active investment. And uh, there's, you know, it just everything has to be done right. And you have to have a plan and you have to be pretty close to that plan. Another con is you you don't get any good treatment on taxes. You're taxed at your ordinary income tax rate, which is the highest tax rate most people are taxed at. So you don't get any of the tax advantages of real estate. You end up giving a good portion of it uh, to the government, um, basically you know the same year in which you make it. So you're not preserving your capital quite as well. Um, and another con is that it takes a lot of work where a rental property takes a lot of work, but nothing compared to a flip and a fund takes almost no work at all. So your flip's gonna be your quickest money turnaround, your least tax advantage investment, and your highest risk. However, it's the one that can give you the quickest returns, which may enable you to do other investments. So let's get started on the, on the five steps to getting started investing in real estate. So one is to know what your overall financial goals are. And this is a question I don't think people ask themselves enough or even at all, but like, what are you really trying to achieve here? Like take out a piece of paper and a pen and write down what you want to achieve with your investments over the next month, year, five years, 30 years. You know, you need to know why you're doing what you're doing in order to create a strategy in which you can achieve that. So just investing in real estate because you think it makes money or investing in real estate because you think you would like to do it. Those are great reasons, but you really need to know what your goal is so you can make the right selection of property or investment. The second thing you need to do is you have to do some research and understand the basics of how real estate works. And I say that's true for any investment that you do. It really ties back to number one, because you need to know what your goals are and you need to know how real estate works and how that fits into your goals. For instance, early on when I started investing, my goal was to create passive income. This is the amount of passive income I wanted per month. And, you know, I understood how real estate worked and could generate passive income. Therefore, I could look at real estate investments and say, hey, is this one going to help me achieve that goal? Is that going to increase my passive monthly income? And is it an asset that's going to be there for a long time so that passive income lasts for a lifetime? Um, so whether you're investing in funds or flipping or rental properties, you need to know the basics of how these things work. If you're going to be doing directly into rental properties or into flips, you need to know a lot, a lot, a lot more details. But before you can make the decision either even to invest in real estate or in what capacity, you need to, you need to understand the basics of how it works. The third thing is learn how to vet the people involved. In real estate and especially in investment funds, you need to rely on other people a lot. So you may be relying on a real estate agent, on a bank, or on a fund manager. So you need to learn how to understand if those people are good and have your best interest in mind. And I even have a video on how to do that for fund managers. But just a little bit of research behind how those different 
jobs work and what you need to know to make sure they're going to take care of you well is highly important because a lot of the work you're going to be entrusting to other people and you need to understand what they do, how they do it, and how to tell if they're good or not. So number four is you've got to have the money to invest. You've got to come up with a game plan of how to get that money and how much money you want to invest. So again, that kind of comes back to number one of just knowing what you're really trying to achieve. I mean, if you're trying to achieve a passive monthly income of $1,000 per month, you need to know about how much money you need to invest to accomplish that. So, you know, you've kind of figured it out in step number one. And step number two, you need to start building up that money in order to invest in it and think about how you're going to continue to feed that investment. So, you know, one popular way is once you've started investing in real estate is just to save all the money that you make from investing in real estate and put it in the next deal. And you do that deal after deal. And before you know it, you've got enough money every month coming off your investments to put into another deal. But um, just like you need to know what your investment goals are and how you're going to achieve them, you also need to know where your money is coming from and how you're going to uh, have the, the correct amount of money to achieve your goals. And so the, the fifth thing you need to do is just consider the overall risks of the investments that you're taking on. And if you if you hit a place where you're losing money or it's not doing as well, what does recovery look like for you? Or what does recovery look like for that investment? For instance, you know, generally the the longer term you have, the more risk you can take on. So for instance, if I was going to flip houses which is a pretty risky way to make money. If I had $50,000 and I was retiring in six months and that was the only $50,000 I had, putting it into a flip is probably not a great idea because I could lose it all and then just have no money and then I have to retire. Whoops, I can't retire because I don't have any money now. So knowing where you are time-wise versus if I'm you know 22 and I just started a career and I've been able to save some money and I can invest in real estate and I decide to do a flip, that first flip doesn't work out, you know, that's going to sting, but I've got 40 more years until I want to retire. So I've got time to make up for that loss. So you need to make sure that you're assessing your personal risk profile, how much risk you're willing to take on um, with every, every investment you look at, but with real estate as well. Um, you know, in general, real estate is less liquid meaning it takes longer for you to get your money back if you want to get your money back, where stocks, you know, you can sell and usually have the money in your account in a week. You know, real estate at best, it's three weeks. At worst, it can be years. So just understanding the overall risk that you're taking on and kind of how that aligns with your timeline and your investment goals is hugely important. Okay, so with those five basic things, knowing what your financial goals are, understanding what real estate is, learning how to vet fund managers and other people that are going to be involved with these investments, having the money and figuring out a game plan to build and have the money to invest, and then knowing how to assess the risk of each investment. With that, gives you a great foundation as to when you have opportunities present themselves, you know what you need to do in order to pull the trigger and get started. And as a bonus, I just want to go over just some red flags, you know, things that you just need to be wary of when you're out there looking. So anyone who's just pitching lifestyle or more get rich quick kind of schemes, always, always worry about them. You know, when someone's talking more about their lifestyle or what your lifestyle will be if you invest with them, 
they're not talking about the investment. They're trying to sell you on a feeling or an idea. And therefore that makes the investment itself kind of uh, suspect. If I've got a good investment, I'm gonna tell you what the investment is and it should stand on its own merits. I shouldn't have to try to promise you something that sounds so super great and then don't worry about it. This is how I did it. It'll work for you too. That's not something you wanna pursue. Um, and in general, if something sounds too good to be true, get a second opinion. Um, honestly, there are investments that sound too good to be true. And there are things about real estate that sound too good to be true. And there are things I've done that just sound too good to be true. But you really need to vet those opportunities out. Um, they're hard to find, they're complicated, and they're unique. So it's always good to get a second opinion from someone to look through this. And just a, a general statement on getting real estate advice. Don't go to your uncle who had one real estate investment property. You know, don't go to someone who's never invested in real estate. Don't go to one of your friends who's thinking about it. Go to someone who's actually a professional who's done a lot because they're the ones who can give you the real advice. Most people who don't have a lot of experience in it will dissuade you from doing it. Um, but people who have done it a lot can give you very sound, uh, well-balanced advice. Um, and the last thing is whoever you're working with, whether that's a fund manager, a real estate agent, um, a lender, just, just look at their track record. Make sure they have a credible track record. There are people who are brand new and haven't done it before that'll do a great job. But at the end of the day, if someone's done a good job for 10 years, you can be pretty certain they're gonna to continue to do a good job. So you wanna make sure the people you're investing with can give you a vettable track record, something that you could research on your own and kind of prove out that, hey, this is really what they did and what they're telling me is the truth. So with those five steps should allow you to get started in real estate investing, at least get you to the point where you're looking at deals and knowing whether they're good or not, uh, getting you in the position to, to take action on those deals and kind of give you a few things to look out for when you're out there vetting stuff.